when we come to the church, amen, whether it's working or praying or whatever, whatever we're doing, let's please make sure that the doors are locked when you leave. Not just shut, but make sure it's locked. There's a lot of things in here that we've invested into the kingdom of God. Uh, it's, it's not my stuff alone. It's all of ours. We've all invested into this place, into God's purpose. Amen. And we want to take care of the things that God has allowed us to use. To use. This is God's stuff. This is God's house. This is God's money. Praise God. It's not, I don't store it away in some magic treasure, treasure, treasure chest, amen, somewhere where me and my wife go take special vacations, amen. We invest everything into the kingdom of God, amen. Uh, and so I would ask you, please, tap into that vision with me. Tap into that investment with me. Let's take care of God's house. Amen. Praise God. I want to reach a world. There are people that need God. I said there are people that need God. And people know, amen, they, they know when someone is invested. Praise God. They're not looking for the fake. They're looking for the real. looking for someone that is that is real someone that is transparent I want to be transparent I want people to feel the presence of God when they step in this place and that only comes through transparency making yourselves vulnerable praise God opening yourself up praise God I don't know what brother George is going to preach on I don't call him and I don't Say, Brother George, I'm going to step up to the podium and I'm going to go along with your message. Amen. So let's just be in tune. Let's just yoke up together. No, I don't work that way. Praise God. And even if what I'm saying doesn't match up to what he's preaching, that's okay too. It's still, it's still from God. It's still godly. It's still edifying the body of Christ. Praise God. So good to have Jerry in our service today. Praise God. <laughs> Called me this morning. He says, man, he goes, I want to come to church. Praise God. I want to worship God. Praise God. I want to feel the presence of God. Amen. And I know he felt the presence of God. I know he was back there worshiping and Praise God. I think he was speaking in tongues. Praise God. And uh, I'm so thankful for you, my brother. I'm so thankful for you. It's it, it, it's amazing to me. Or he's, I'm late. It's daylight savings time. But I'm going to get my tush down there. And I said, come on, brother. Here he is. Amen. Praise God. Well, Brother George, amen. Why don't you come and preach, teach, do whatever God wants you to do. Amen. Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everyone. Hallelujah. Can you hear me? Praise God. Well, God is good. It's kind of funny how 
the pastor was saying that. And, uh, just started thinking about everything that God has been doing. And, you know, when God gives you a word to go ahead and, and to teach, preach, he'll confirm it to you. Amen? Can you hear me better? So God will actually go ahead and confirm it to you. User error. Give me just a second, folks. I'm fixing him. Praise God. So not only did God confirm it, but he confirmed it like three or four times. Brad's, when Brad was up here talking and he said, are you hungry? I thought, well, that will go with my message. <laughs> and pastor got up here and started talking about a yoke. You'll, you'll find out in just a, just a minute or two. Uh, we're going to go and dismiss the young people and the children for Sunday school. Praise God. I'm going to be taking my text out of Isaiah 58. Isaiah 58. I'm going to be reading from verse 1 to verse 14. Isaiah 58, 1 through 14. It says this. I'm going to be reading from the New International Version. It says, shout it out loud, do not hold back, raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the descendants of Jacob their sins. For day after day they seek me out, they seem eager to know my ways as if they were a nation that does, not, or that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of its God. They ask me for justice, just decisions and seem eager for God to come near them. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? And this is Israel talking to the Lord. Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day, and this is God here, yet on the day of your fasting you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today, and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast that I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen to loose the chains of, the, of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter when you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? 
Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then will you call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and He will say, Here am I. If you do all way with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness, and your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the aged old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. If you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day. If you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy day honorable, and if you honor it by not going your own way and not going excuse me, and not doing as you please or speaking idle words. Then will you find your joy in the Lord. And I will cause you to ride in triumph on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Bow your heads with me. Heavenly Father, as we come into your house, God, to, to praise you and to worship you and lift you up, God. We ask, Lord, that you enlighten us, God, that you, that you show us, God, what you want from this, from this reading, Lord. We ask that you let your spirit move upon us. God, give us an ear to hear your word and a heart to receive it, Lord. Help us to be humble enough, God, to receive your word with gladness and to understand it comes from you, Lord, with a heart of love. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated. So this is going to be my chosen fast. So doing the will of God requires us to be focused on what God has chosen for us to do and how he wants us to do it. Uh, in this reading of Isaiah, we find that the children of Israel are fasting. They're, fasting is a sincere desire for God by abstaining from food and seeking after him with your whole heart. So you're, you're going after God. You're... You're, you're, you're denying yourself, you're denying your flesh nourishment and, and things that actually take, ple that you take pleasure in. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but I, I like to eat. I like to, uh, you know, I, I like cherry pie. Mom and Dad came over last night and we, we, we had dinner and we talked about a few things and, and Dad brought over a cherry pie, which is, which is one of my favorites. I, I, like, I like to eat. I, I like cherry pie. But when, when we go ahead and we deny ourselves the pleasure of eating and we go after God for the sole purpose of actually getting to know God better, getting in, into an intimate relationship with God even further than what we've had, this is what God wants. This is a desire of God for us, not just for, not just for the preacher, not just for the Sunday school teacher, not just for the people that are used in, in, in ministry, if you would, but for everybody. It's for everybody. It's not just for, for, for the high exalted king. It's, it's down for the person that doesn't have any money whatsoever. It's for everybody. God wants a relationship with everybody farther than what you can imagine and, and more than what you can actually imagine. He's asking us to go ahead and enter into that place 
where it's just you and him. And, and you can become intimate with God. And I'm not talking about anything crazy, folks. I'm talking about getting into the relationship where God starts showing you things. Son, I, I've, got, I've got something over here I need you to do. And, 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 I, and you're not there just yet. And I need you to bring, I need, I need, I need to bring you a little bit further than where you're at right now. So why don't you go ahead and come with me a little bit. I'm going to show you some things in my word. I'm going to show you some things in the spirit. I need you to move because there's somebody over here who needs you. There's somebody over here who needs a word from God and you're the person. You're it. You're who I chose and this is what I need. I need you to do this. So that's the intimate relationship that we need to go ahead and get into with God. So how do we do that, Brother George? It's done by prayer and it's done by fasting. I'm talking about fasting today. I'm talking about here. So in, in this, we, we read that the children of Israel, they, they've, they've gone into a fast and they're, and they're talking with God. They're saying, well, God, you know, we, we've humbled ourselves. We've, we, you know, we've abstained from food. We've done this and we've done that. And, you know, why haven't you noticed this stuff? Why haven't you done this? God, look at what I'm doing, Jesus. I'm over here. I'm doing what, what you wanted us to do. And now, you know, it doesn't seem like you're even taking notice. But God, he goes ahead and he, and he, and he tells them back, he said, well, wait a second, wait a second. You're, you're not doing a right fast. You're not doing the type of fast that I've, I've declared unto you. You guys are doing whatever you want to do. You're going about a fast. You're going about doing your own way, doing your own things, and you know, you're, you're, you're responding to people with, with a fist of wickedness. You're, you're, you're doing whatever you want to on, on, on my day that, you, that you're calling a fast. And it's not, it's, not, it's not what I want. On the day of your fasting, you do as you please and you exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife. And in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast that I've chosen? God's mindset is here is, are you kidding me? This is what you call? This is what you're, you're calling a fast unto me? You bow your head and you lay in sackcloth and ashes and you do it your way, but is this really what I call a fast? Is this really what I want? You're not really, you're not really seeking me out. You're not really doing the things that I need you to do. You're not, you're not trying to develop a relationship with me. And this is what I seek. This is what I want. This is what a fast does. Hallelujah. God goes on to tell him the kind of fast he wants him for what purpose. So, Pastor got on to a yoke. Verse 6 says, This is not the kind of fasting I've chosen to, to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the opposed free and break every yoke. Now, now what is a yoke, folks? A yoke is a wooden cross piece that is actually fastened over the over the necks of two animals and attached to the plow or to the cart that they are to pull. Sometimes uh, something for use uh, for, for a beast of burden, for, for a burden. So you, you need to go ahead and do something. And so you yoke up these two animals together to go ahead and either plow a field or to go ahead and carry a cart full of stuff uh, to a specific place. They're yoked together. They're, they're, they're notched together. One can't break free of the other. They're, they're going together in the same place. So, if we're not careful about doing the things of God in our lives, they can become burdensome. Does anybody understand what I'm saying? 
you know, we, we get in the we get in the mindset, well, you know, I, I've got I've got I've got to go to work and then oh well, yeah, I gotta to go to the church, I gotta clean the church, or I, I've got to go mow the lawn, or I have got to I've got to take care of something, I've got to go over here, I've got to go to the hospital and pray for somebody. I've, I need to go over here and witness to somebody. Or, you know, I, I forgot to get that mail in the, in, in the, uh, that, that letter in the mail for, for the presbyter, you know, and then you just get so worked up and you, you do the work of God and it just starts becoming a habit and it starts becoming something that, that you just, you don't really think of anything to take any time out for God, but you, you just something that you do and you just do it over and over and over again. And, and it becomes burdensome. And, and you're like, man, this is all this stuff. I don't have any time to think. And, and, and you get in that rut. You get in a spiritual rut. And that's what that is. That, that's, that's the burden. That is a burden, excuse me. But Jesus said, Matthew 11, verse 28, Come unto me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Take my yoke upon you. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Did you know that if you, if you purpose your mind and your heart into going after what God wants and after the things that God needs, but you don't, you don't push Jesus off to the side because you want to do it yourself. You're going you're to take care of this. Don't worry, God, I got this. I'm going to take care of this my way. But you say, you know what, Lord, how do you want me to do this? How do you want this to, to go? Did you want me to say this? Do you want me to say that? What do you want me to say? How do you want me to take care of this? Did you know when you say, Lord, I'm putting this in your hands, your will, your way, whatever you want, God. God says, yes. Now I'm going I'm to lighten up that burden on you a little bit. I'm not going to let you carry the entire thing. Did you know that we take a burden and we put it upon ourselves and thinking that we're doing God's work all the time? And don't get me wrong, I'm not putting anybody down that, that, you know, you're out there witnessing, you're out there teaching people, Bible studies, you're out there doing everything. But if, if you don't watch out, if, if you're just doing it, doing it, doing it, just to do it stuff, then it becomes a burden and it's something, it's a big boulder that sits on your shoulders. And it's just, man, it's just, and it just gets heavier after time after time. But if you do it God's way, if you seek after the face of God, if you get into that intimacy with God, you say, you know what, Lord, what is it you want? How do you want me to do this today? Do you want me to teach this? Do you want me to do that? I, I, I had a totally different message when I first started out, and, and, and I started thinking, man, you know, Lord, you want me to teach on fasting? Really? Lord, have you, have you seen my waste? You know, you want me to teach on that? I mean, come on now. I'm just being honest, folks. Pastor said, you know, be transparent. I'm being transparent. You know, and I started thinking, Lord, you, you want me to teach on this? You know, and I'm like, okay, okay. I was like, all right. So I start preparing. I start getting things ready. And then I start thinking about scriptures. And I said, okay, yeah, that's, yeah, I can put that here. I can put that there. And, and, and I started going about my day. And I, I just keep thinking about this. We had to drop off uh, uh, Logan for the for the the, the youth function, and, and I, all the time I'm sitting there thinking, how Lord, how do you want me to work this message? What do you want me to do? And, and I and I start thinking to myself how I'm going to do this, and so we we start going to the uh, uh, we start going around. We had a couple hours to spare, so we we stop and get lunch, and and we go over to the Goodwill. I don't know if you guys shop at Goodwill. We shop at Goodwill. I I like Goodwill. I don't care what anybody thinks. There there's some good things in there. So I go over to the to the book department and I start looking through some stuff, and you know, and I like Bibles. 
uh, I, I start looking through Bibles and everything else, and I start, and I notice a book on fasting. I was like, hmm, interesting. So I pick it up. I look who the author is. I start going through this stuff, and it's got some good notes on, on fasting. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I never thought about that like that. And, yeah, that's the way I used to think about that. So I start, you know, putting in my, my mind what I'm going to write down and what I'm going to do. And it's like, yeah, that's really good. And I forgot about that scripture, and I start going through all this stuff. So I, I get to the house, and uh, or we pick up Logan, and we, we get to the house. Mom and dad come over, and we spend time, and I'm sitting there thinking, i got to get this message put together. i got to get this message put together. i got to get this thing done. i got to get this thing taken care of and stuff. You know, and, and, you, and I start to feel that burden, and I go ahead and I get up to the computer, and I start typing this stuff out. Like, yeah. It's like, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the Lord says, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm typing up the message, Lord. What's, you know, what's the deal? And, and I don't know about you folks, but this is how God speaks to me. Son, son what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm typing this stuff down, Lord. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, doing your will. I'm, I'm doing the message. That's not what I told you to, to say. That's not what I told you to say. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Lord. And so, and I almost had the message done, and it was good. It was good. And I was like, yeah, oh, this is going to be good. You can go up there. It's going to be a shout about, you know, about fasting. I mean, preaching about fasting. It's going to be good. And the Lord says, no, that's not, what I, that's not what I told you to say. Okay. Okay. It's like, it's like all right, scrap. So I go ahead and I get into this, and then the Lord says, I want you to go here. Like, okay. So I start typing everything out. But the whole deal was that, is that burden. I started feeling that burden, and I didn't think about how the Lord wants to do it. I just took it upon myself to go ahead and do it my way. And that's what the Lord is saying. It's got to be an intimate relationship with God. And that's what fasting is about. It's not just denying your flesh. It's about, Lord, what do you want? God, is there anything I can do, Lord? Can I, can I step into something else? Lord, do you need me to do something over here? Do, do I need to go ahead and go over here and do something? Is there anything you want me to do, God? It's about doing it God's way. Jesus said, if you do it my way instead of doing your way and learn from me, then you're, you will find rest for your souls. My burden is light. My burden is light. Reading on in Isaiah uh, in 7, it says this, Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own blood? Uh, look, folks, I, 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 I don't know how you feel. I, 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 get, I talk to people about this all the time, and, and I get, you know, one person says this, and another person says this, and it's two totally opposite things. If God moves on me, I, you know, okay, so I drive a big truck, and sometimes I come up to these, to these streets where I have to turn left or right, and you see these people out there, you know, begging for, begging for money and, and begging for food, and you see them out there all the time with these signs and everything else, and, and I think to myself, wow, okay, you know, and, and sometimes if I have money, if God will move on me, I'll, I'll, I'll give them some money or I'll give them some food or something, and... And sometimes, it, it, you know, I, I get the feeling, no, I, that I see that person out there way too many times. And he looks, he looks fit enough to actually go and work. And, and, and so that comes into my mind. I, I know people who, who just say, no, I'm not going to give that person, I'm not going to give those people any type of money because, 
you see you see these people and and they used to have it on TV shows or the 2020 whatever this thing is called where they 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 watch somebody they watch one of these beggars out there after they got done after their day or whatever they got done walked around probably about a couple blocks got into a new car drove home to a very nice home i understand that you don't want to give money to that person because all they're doing is being lazy and just begging for 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 money i get it i understand but then there then there's a person that doesn't have any money, and they're out there, and they have kids, or you, you see them with their with their tattered clothes, and, and they, they look unkept, and, and what do you mean unkept, Brother George? They, they look like they haven't had a shower, a bath, and I'm not putting anybody down, folks. Don't get me wrong. They just don't, they don't look, uh, you know, like they've had a shower in maybe a couple weeks or whatever, and, and if God moves on me to go and give that person some money, I'm going to give that person some money. And if God moves on me to give that person some food, and I have food, I'm going to give that person some food. Uh, so when you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own blood. Now, I got to be a part of something, and it, it, it really did something for me. So I got to witness to people doing this exact same thing. Or, uh, excuse me, I got to witness people doing this the exact same thing. I got to be part of it as well, you know. It might have been a small part, but I still, I still was a part of it. So I seen big cookers of soup and crackers, water, snacks, handed out to people less fortunate than, than myself or them. I got to witness that. I got to be a part of that. Uh, I, I was kind of co- uh, tired. I was cold. I was trying to stay focused, but something about helping somebody always makes you feel more grateful for what God has given you. Uh, instead of, you know, just being, you know, well, you know, praise God, you know, you know in, your, in your holy righteous state, I guess you'd say. But being able to share what you have with somebody is, is the will of God. Can anybody say amen? amen. Be, being able to share what God has given you, if you can actually take that uh, and, and give it to somebody. I, I, I drove up to one of, one of the stores that I delivered to, and as I, I backed in, I, I got all my stuff together, I, I got out, and I, I walked up uh, inside uh, Whole Foods, and I, I delivered the stuff, and I got my paperwork, I came back out, and as I came back out, uh, I went around to the front of the truck to get in, turn on my reefer on the trailer, and I looked over, and there's a, there's a guy, there's a homeless fellow, and he was, he was scrambling through the, the garbage, the, the big garbage bins, and he was sitting there rambling through, and... And I, I, I jumped up in the truck. I kind of noticed him. I jumped up in the truck, and, uh, and I rolled down the window. And I said, I said, hey. And he just kind of turned around and looked up at me like, yeah, what do you want? I said, uh, are, are you hungry? And he goes, and he didn't say anything. He just nodded his head, yes. And sometimes you can talk to people. Sometimes they'll, they'll answer you, and sometimes they won't. Sometimes they'll use words, and, and sometimes they won't. But he, he looked at me, and he said, yeah. And I said, and I said well, I said, do you, do you eat meat? And he said, yeah. I said, okay. I said, I, and I held up the bag. I said, I've got, I've got some sandwich and i got some chips. Uh, do, do you want them? I said, I'm, I'm not going to eat them. He goes, he goes, yeah. So he walked over and, he, and I gave it to him and stuff. And turned around and he walked off and he didn't say anything else. And, and, and I, don't, I don't need thanks, folks. I, I don't. I, I don't need thanks. And I'm not, I'm not looking to, to say, oh, you did a good job, Brother George. Good for you. Yeah, that's really great. You know, you, you, you did the will of God. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. If God has blessed you enough to go ahead and bless somebody else, isn't it, isn't it the will of God to go ahead and bless somebody else if you can? 
and and I seen this I seen this man and I seen him a couple times before and 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 I, I gave it to him but I didn't want to offend him because it was it was a sandwich and I had I had a little bit of turkey in there and stuff I talked to one person and she she was dealing with somebody she she was a customer service rep for this one company and she had she had sat down and this person wanted, wanted to get this had came into the place where she was working and wanted to get this thing taken care of and kept telling can you hurry up can you hurry up because I, I need to go get something to eat because I haven't had anything to eat and she gave she gave the last thing that she had to eat which was one of those like uh, those hot pocket things and it had meat and she had just warmed it up she was getting ready to take her break and this person came in so she she decided to go and help the customer and he came over and he sat down and 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 this uh, she she went ahead and she was helping him and finally got done and he's like well I'm, I need to can you hurry up because I got to get something to eat and so he goes uh, she goes ahead and she hands him she goes would would you like this this is you know this is my my lunch and stuff but I'll give it to you if, if you're hungry and he says yeah so he grabbed it and then he's getting ready to take a bite out of it and it was a homeless person but you know she she's like okay you know I, I want to help you out and stuff. He goes ahead and he and he grabs a hold of it and he, and he gets ready to bite into. It. He goes, "Is this meat?" And she goes, "She goes, well, yeah, it's a hot pocket." And he goes, "I don't eat meat." And he dumps it right there in the trash can, right in front of her. It happens. It happens. It happens. You know, I mean, they're hungry, but they're not. They're not gonna. They're not gonna lower themselves to that level to go ahead and eat. So I, I was very careful in asking this 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 gentleman, "Do you do you eat meat?" Because I don't want to offend anybody. And he said, "Yeah." So I hand him the stuff. But it's if it's within your 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 grasp or, or or within your reach to go ahead and help somebody, help somebody, help somebody. That that that's what the word that's what the Lord said right here. When you see the naked and clothe them, and not turn away from your own flesh and blood, it's a human race, folks. It's a human race. Everybody out there is hurting. Everybody out there needs help somehow, some way. I, and nobody's an island. I'm sorry, we're not. I mean, I know some people who want to be an island. They don't. They don't want to be messed with people, and I, and I get that. And I'm trying to bring her back around. <laughs> Praise God! But you know, I mean, there, there's there's these things and stuff that God has to deal with them, and that's it. But being able to share with what you have with people, it's 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 of God. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what else. You know, the Bible backs it up. Proverbs eleven twenty four says this: One person gives freely yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. Did you know that you will... It, it's a law of God that whenever you give what you have, did you know God, God will give you back and increase what you gave? It, it's, just, it's just an unspoken law of God. It's, it's just it. That's, that's like when, when you give your tithes and, and, and you give your offering. I, I, I knew... Uh, I, I know somebody who, who went ahead and, and he had a certain item and uh, he, he had an extra one. He decided to go ahead and sell it. And when he sold it off, he, he took what money he had and, and, and put it towards uh, another, another one of his toys. And, and, and he went ahead and he gave the rest to the Lord is what he said. And, and I was like, oh, Lord, I love these people. I love these people. I, I, and, and, and it just, well, what do you mean, Brother George? Well, this this. The person that did this stuff loves God with all his heart and, and says, you know what? I don't need the extra. So he gives it back to God. Did you know God will increase that, that person just because he does that? Because God loves a cheerful giver. 
He loves a cheerful giver. And if this person just gives it back to God, you know that person's never going to have to worry about anything in his life. Because God's going to say, that's my man down there. That's my, that's my son. I, he's never going to go hungry. He's never going to go without. And I'm going to make sure that he's provided for because everything he's got is mine. And he knows it and he's giving it back to me. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Matthew 10 verse 8 says this, Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy. Drive out demons freely you have received. Freely give. Freely give, freely give. It's, if it's within, your, if it's within your, your mindset and, and you can have a heart of the Lord, give, give, give. Hallelujah. I totally went over my notes, didn't I? Praise God. So God says in verse 8, when you do these things, then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. When your right, excuse me, then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Did you know the glory of the Lord is going to be, is going to be watching behind you? God's got your, God's got your six. That, that was something that we used to say uh, in, in correction and stuff. Don't worry, I got your six. I got you six. Nobody's going to sneak up behind you. Nobody's going nobody's to shank you from behind. If, if they're going to do anything, they're going to get me first. God's got your back, folks. Did you know that? God's got your back. And you don't have to worry about all this stuff. And, and, and please don't take this the wrong way. I'm not trying to be conceited. I'm not trying to be arrogant. But there, there's things I just, I just don't worry about. There's things I don't even, I don't even put in my mindset. You know, I, I, you, you have bills. I get it. I get it. Trust me. I got bills, too, and stuff. And, and Tamara, Tamara gets a little bit frustrated and stuff when bills come along and they're like, well, what are we going to do about this? I said, God, God's got it. What do you mean God's got it? Well, God, I know God's got it under control. I'm not going to sit there and fret about that stuff. I'm not going to sit there and, and let that stuff worry me, trouble me, and get me out of the mindset of God. I've got to work to do. I've got to work to do. I've got to, I've got to witness to people. I've got to talk to people about God. I've got to try and see if I can get another Bible study going. I, I need to do something. I need to be about my father's business. I don't have time to worry about stuff like that. God's got your six. God's got your six. Hallelujah. You do this my way, then I will make you shine. You will have the joy, the prosperity, and salvation brought on by the Lord if you do this. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. Did you know when, when you do these things, when you follow up, when you line up with the word of God, when you line up with what God wants you to do, did you know God's right there? God's right there. God, we're workers together with God. With God, not against God, not in front of God, not behind God. We're workers together with God. God's right there with you, working, working out everything, working out the problems, working out things that get in the way. He's right there with you. Hallelujah. And when you, when you fall into some strait, some pitfall, and you call upon the name of the Lord, He will say, here I am. I'm right there, my child. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with a pointing finger and a malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves in behalf, in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light, your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like noonday. Did, did you know that it's, it's not the will of God for you to go around and say anything negative about your brother? It's not the will of God for you to say negative about anything, anybody in the first place. It doesn't matter. Yep, I get it. They, they hurt you or they said something bad or they gave you a dirty look or... You know, their, their, their spouse or whatever said something against your kid. I get it. I get it. Trust me, I, I understand. But did you know that 
God allows things to go and show you where you're at. Uh, this might be stepping off a little bit. But if you sit there and, you, and you, you throw out an accusation or you throw out something, you spew something that you shouldn't have said in, in, the, first place, in the first place, and you say something negative, did you know God listens to that? God hears that. And that's, 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 that's where the yoke of oppression comes from. That's where pointing fingers. And, and Pastor always says, you know, whenever you point your finger at somebody, stuff, you got three fingers pointing back at you. Did you know... It's not, it's not the will of God for us to, to be talking about anybody in the first place. It's the will of God to lift those people up in prayer. It's the will of God to say, you know what, Lord, that, that person hurt me, but Lord, I forgive them. Lord, forgive them too. And Lord, take them, God. Show them, Lord, the love of God. And it's not to put a curse on anybody. We don't curse anybody. And, and let me tell you something. There's, there's people in the office of the presidency that I, I would like to actually go and say a few things, but I'm not going to. But we don't curse anybody. We lift people up in prayer. And we lift people up. We lift our brother up. We lift our sister up. We hold people up together and say, Lord, bless these people. God, show them, Lord, what, what, uh, how you want them to live. Show them how you want them to talk like, act like, uh, maneuver their, their, themselves in the will of God. Show them. And if you spend yourselves on behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed... Then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like noonday. There's an old saying that says it's always darkest before the dawn. When calamity comes your way and it seems dark, your light will rise and it will be as like the noonday. So what, what happens in a noonday? You can see everything in a noonday. Nothing's going to sneak up on you. Nothing's going to worry you. Nothing's going nothing's to hinder you and stuff because you can see everything in a noonday. It's not nighttime. You know, a lot of people fear, fear the dark and fear how, how you know, they, they say, well, you know, the darkness and it brings about spirits and, and, and what have you. But did you know if you do the will of the Lord and you do it how he wants you to do it, your light will rise and it will be like the noonday. It's going to be, you're going to, have, you're going to have peace because you can see everything out there in front of you. And nothing's going to sneak up on you. Amen? The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You'll be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. You ever, you ever hear all sun makes the desert? All sun makes the desert? Anybody ever hear that? All? So if you have all sunshine all the time, what, what happens if you never have rain, if you never have any snow, if you never have any wind? Everything dries up. Everything goes bad. It's important. I know this is going to sound crazy, Brother George. You've lost your mind. It's good that we have troubles. It's good that you have trials. Because in those things, God gets to show you his strength. God gets to show you your faith and where you're at. And if you put your faith and your trust in God and you say, you know what, God, I'm going through this mess and I don't like it. it it's, just, it's just giving me, you know, just it's terrorizing me, God. I'm trying to put my faith in you, trying to put my trust in you, Jesus. And I know you're going to work everything out because the Bible says so. And I believe your word, God. Amen. But this, this is something I'm going through right now. God, help me. God, help me. Help me through this stuff. And God's going to be right there, folks. He's going to help you in these things. All sun makes a desert. 
So if we can understand, not many things grow in the desert, but God says, I will make you like a well-watered garden. You're going to have more than enough to sustain you. You're going to have more than enough to actually go ahead and see you through and actually be able to give other people things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will flourish in a sun-scorched land, the Bible says. Your people will, rebu will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. If you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy day honorable, and if you honor it by not doing your own way and by not doing as you please or speaking idle words, then you will find your joy in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride in triumph on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken. Hallelujah. I heard a, I heard a, well, maybe I shouldn't, because I don't, I can't remember the entire thing. You know what the difference between try, uh, triumph and, uh, well, no, I'm not, I'm not going to tell because I, I, I think I lost part of it. I don't want to sound silly. Uh, so if, if you will, then I will, the Lord says. Do it my way and I will bless you abundantly, abundantly. Luke 6 and 38 says this. I'm coming to a close. Luke 6, 38 says this. Give and it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, running over. Shall men give into your bosom, for with the same measure that ye meet, with all it shall be measured to you again. Every time that you give of yourself, every time that you give more, you give more to God. You give more to the people of God. You give more to the, to the stranger walking on the street. You do all these things. God says, I'm going I'm I'm to measure it back to you. Because what, with what you've met out, God's going to restore. God's going to bring back. God's going to increase. God's going God's to bring so much to you, it's going to overflow. Amen? Amen? Praise God. Can we stand? Father God, we love you and appreciate you, God. We appreciate your word, Lord. For it's your word, God, that's going to last from... From, from now to everlasting, Jesus, it's always been and it's settled, God. We thank you, Father, for what you've given us today. Lord, we ask that you bless it, that you increase it into us, Lord, in Jesus' name. God, go with us, everyone, safely to our home, God. Bless everyone here today, God. Bless those that are not here in Jesus' name. Everyone said amen. You are dismissed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yellow Bokushu.